Dude, hi. You're gonna give me some pie. Welcome to the PieCast, serving up an extra slice of the strange. Alright, so I've got another guest on to tell a tale of the strange. I've got Fear on, and he's going to tell us a ghost story. Yeah, I got, I got two that I'm kind of playing with. But, uh, I okay, I think the one that's the freakiest, and I think I told this on FearCast, I can't remember. Um, but I have a horror movie that's about halfway written. And I used to work night audit at a hotel. And so essentially I'd work from 11 p.m. till 7 a.m. And uh, the the hotel didn't seem all that creepy, but at night, I mean, everything seems creepy. Anything that's, like, big, that seems like it should hold a lot of people and there's, like, just you walking around, it's kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so then I'm writing this horror movie and so you write what you know. So I'm writing about, uh, like, a hotel that's kind of haunted and blah 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 so anyway so i'm writing it and i start kind of experiencing little weird things while i'm at this hotel um the way that it's built it's built in a t uh and the elevator comes out uh just at the top of the t where the cross section is and so every day i'd have to go and i would deliver newspapers to certain guests and uh on the third floor at the t i had this overwhelming feeling of being watched um, and it was creepy because it wasn't a situation where I could say I'm being watched from over there. I just felt like I was being watched from everywhere. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I kept it to myself and uh, just kind of went about working away. And uh, a couple days later, I was watching the security cams. And kind of at that same point, there was like just kind of this – it looked like a black thing kind of went through the camera. And I'm like, all right, that's kind of weird that I have a weird feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and then I see this thing on the camera. So I, I start asking the other people that are working uh, at the hotel with me. And, and the one girl's like, oh, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on up there, but I've been touched. <laughs> and okay. I was like, what, what do you mean you've been touched? She was like, well, one time I was delivering the uh, the newspapers and something grabbed my hand. Jesus. And I was like, Okay whatever like you're pulling this and she's like no seriously she's like i won't do it anymore i won't go up to the third floor in that area i was like oh well that's kind of freaky kind of made the hair on my head stand up a little bit yeah and uh so then i kind of got obsessed with watching the cameras and i would see like little little blips here and there all over where the cameras were and and specifically that area and then by down by the pool which was just down the hallway and so I was starting to use that to, like, kind of fuel what I was writing. And um, I'd always believed and I, I've always heard that if you are doing that and you're kind of opening yourself up to these sort of things, that you can kind of let shit in. And uh, so I'm, I'm doing all these this research on different demons and, and what they look like, what their powers were, so I could kind of, uh, like work on the demon that I have in the story and like all of a sudden I started like hearing whispers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I was just like, whatever. Cause like, I don't know what is paranormal and what is just like your brain's like, I'm going to fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> so 
But it got to a point where like I would kind of hear whispers, but then I would hear my name. Oh, wow. And so it would sound like something was saying my name. And I'd be like, what? And everybody around me would be like, what are you talking about? I'm like, who just said my name? They're like, nobody. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, well, that's getting freaky. So whatever. I, I want to finish this. I'm powering through. I've got some pretty good stuff. And, uh, and it just kind of keeps spiraling like more to the point where not only am I hearing whispers, I'm hearing my name. I'm seeing things out of the corner of my eye. It's like it's almost like something kind of walks by your peripheral and you go to look and it's not there. Yeah. And, and so all this is kind of adding up. And I'm not really like I, I love paranormal stuff. Like if, so there's a part of me that's like, let's see how far this can go. <laughs> and uh, so the one night I was sitting in the uh, restaurant, which is kind of just in the middle of the building and you can kind of see down all the different hallways and I was just by myself. I'm typing away on my laptop. It's me and another guy working the shift and it's about three in the morning. We haven't seen anybody in hours. Uh, so he's like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, we're done our work. He's like, I'm going to have a nap because he was working two jobs. <laughs> I'm like, all right, man, have a nap. I'm going to go do some writing. So I'm sitting there with my laptop and I'm typing away. And in the like the reflection on my screen, I can see that somebody's standing behind me. And I was like, okay, I get it. I've been talking about like, whispers and ghost stories and all this kind of stuff. He's he's gonna scare me. <laughs> my guy, bring it on. So I'm I'm sitting there typing, but I'm watching this this. Well, I'm him mm-hmm. in the background, like slowly walk up towards me. And I'm like, all right, I got to time this right, like because I don't want to scare the shit out. Of me. <laughs> And so just as he reaches to put his hand on my shoulder, I jumped up and turned around. I said, ha! And there was nobody there. Jesus. (laughs) My whole body went cold. And, like, it was like that vertigo scene in Jaws where just, like, everything goes, Yeah, no kidding. Wow. My brain just could not comprehend what was going on. So I, I I stood there just frozen, and I'm looking around, and I'm looking around. My heart's racing. I just feel clammy and cold. I close my laptop. I close all my stuff. I run into the back, and he's sleeping. No. So I go over, and I push him. I go, don't pretend like you're sleeping. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, you were just out there trying to scare me. And he's like, dude, I was fucking sleeping. That's crazy. And that's when I... <laughs> And that's when I stopped writing my movie. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have shit my pants. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. The weirdest. Like, it, it it looked just like a regular black-shaped body behind me, slowly approaching, Ugh. reaching its hand out. <laughs> and it was about to touch me when I jumped up. That like, is terrifying. Yeah. So, I don't know. To this day, I don't know. I'm like... I wonder what would happen if it touched me. <laughs> like, who knows? Yeah, that that's pretty freaky. That's <laughs> a good one. And I want to go back. I want to finish it. I really, I, I liked the movie. Uh, but every time I start thinking about it, I immediately get chills. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if I can do it. One day I will do it, but. <laughs> well, it'd probably be pretty good because you're like writing from real fear of it. <laughs> Well, that's just it. Like it, that sort of stuff has kind of happened to me my whole life, and I've been able to kind of close myself off when I need to, and, and and different things like that. But 
that I was just I just opened the tap and I'm like let's let's see what's up let's see what happens what I what I let in and it's pretty friggin wild yeah that's a little bit scary <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know to this day I don't know what it was or if it was good or bad or what its intentions were so those things usually aren't good though not often <laughs> It's not like you turn around and your grandma's like, oh, dear, sorry, I didn't mean to startle you. Yeah. But you're doing such a good job on your book. <laughs> Came to tell you how proud I am of you. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Gramps. <laughs> yeah, it's not usually what happens. No. <laughs> and so you said you had another story, too? Well, yeah, the other story, uh, it's the first time that I ever had anything paranormal happen to me. And uh, so my mom and dad split up uh, when I was young. And uh, I didn't get to meet him until I was like seven. And so I, – and I don't even that, – that's a long story how that ended up. But then I got to go visit him and it was the first night that I stayed over at his house. And uh, he had a girlfriend and um, like I, I had a half-sister. So I was meeting all these new people. It was all super, super weird. And uh, – so the first night I'm staying at this house, uh, we're all sitting down, we're watching TV, and I hear something walk down the stairs. And I'm I'm looking around, and I'm like, everybody I know is sitting here on the couch. <laughs> and so I look, and my dad kind of looks at his girlfriend, and they look back and forth, and I'm like, that's kind of weird. And like, I'm, what, seven or eight, so I'm not going to question it, but... So then I, I spend the night, and like... It was a fold-out couch underneath kind of where the stairs went. And so, like, it it was like the living room, but then the stairs kind of cut it off. So, essentially, my head was underneath the stairs, but, like, not, like, in a closet or anything. It was the the full room. And uh, so, just laying there, it sounded to me like somebody kept walking up and down the stairs all night. And uh, so, then the next morning, I was like... Like, uh, who was walking up and down the stairs all night? And they kind of looked at each other again. And I'm like, I, I don't understand what's going on. And they're like, well, uh, no, no one. Not, I don't know. Maybe it was your dad. I don't know. So they kind of brush it off. So then that night they had some friends over and they were talking to the friends. And I overheard them talking about how I didn't sleep very well and I could hear the walking and so I'm like hiding around the corner like, okay, I'm going to finally get to hear what the hell is going on. So I guess the guy that owned the house before them, uh, he was having a really rough life. Um, he was having a dinner party and uh, he said, I'll be right back. He went up, he grabbed a gun, and then as he was walking down the stairs, he blew his brains out. Oh, wow. Uh, so immediately I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> So I kind of freaked out, started crying, hyperventilating, all that kind of stuff. And uh, I was like, I just want to go home. They're like, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. And uh, I'm like, all right, all right, I'll stick it out. I'll stick it out. So my sister is like, let's play hide and go seek. So I'm like, all right, let's play hide and go seek. So uh, the parents were outside and we're running around and uh, it's, it's nighttime. So everything's dark. And uh, I'm hiding. She's hiding. And no, she, yeah, I was hiding and then she was searching for me. And then we switched. So I was walking around searching for her and then I heard her coming down the stairs. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to scare her. So I'm listening to her come down the stairs. And then I turn the corner to scare her. 
And it's all, I, I don't remember anything. Oh, wow. I woke up laying at the bottom of the stairs, freezing my ass off. Jesus. Yeah, she eventually came out and found me laying on, on the bottom of the stairs. And I was just like, I don't know. I, t- I turned. It was white. I don't, I don't know what happened. And so then that's when I sat down with my dad. And he's like, yeah, he, uh, he still walks those stairs all the time. Oh, my God. And uh, they're like, we see him here and there. And it's just kind of a flash of white. And, but you hear him walk down the stairs like nonstop. Oh. And uh, and that was the first time that I had come across anything like that, and uh, and then ever since I just I had little incidences my whole life where different things will happen or spirits or whatever you want to call them will reach reach out, and it's it's a wild little thing. For the most part, I've kind of turned it off, um, especially with having a family and kids and stuff. Now I don't, yeah, it's, like I don't really want to bring anything around. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's it's, crazy. That's a, it's kind of a wild thing. And I mean, a lot of people can call bullshit on it. That's that's cool, man. I know what I went through. But uh it's freaky, it's freaky shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had uh I talked a little bit on one of the, the episodes about same thing with footsteps where we were staying at my husband's grandmother's house and it was like during the night and I thought I heard her get up, so I went up and got up to the kitchen and there was no one there. I went back to bed and then got up later with them. They're like, yeah, I guess his grandfather, you know, walks around the house at night and they've heard him and see him. I'm like, oh, that's that's nice. <laughs> you tell me afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Like some people, like it's kind of a re- residual energy, right? And that's what a lot of people say. Like we're all energy and it it can get trapped. And I don't know. Everybody's got kind of their own take on it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's... I don't know. It's one of those things that I just, it scares the shit out of me, but it's also, I just, I absolutely love it. Yeah. I'd like to, like, I haven't really had much happen to me, but I think a lot of that's because I'm just like, no, I don't want to see anything, please. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. No, thanks. <laughs> and like I guess, you know, like I was saying with after my mom passed away and I was just like, you know, I kind of like said out loud, I'm like, I can't handle it. So, you know, like. I don't want to be rude or mean, but please don't come around. <laughs> like it probably freaked me out too much and kind of put that out there. And now it's like, I kind of regret that because I was just like, couldn't handle it at the time. But it's funny we have, um, so she passed away on remembrance day and the last stuff she gave us was for Halloween. And it was like, um, this weird, like one of those like candy tubes where it's got like a little figure on the top and you push a button and it's like a witch and it yells kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's full of candy, and she gave like one to me, one to my husband, and the witch one, like we have it um, on this like sort of dresser thing that's in like by our front door with her picture on it. And it was in our old house in the same spot, kind of thing by her picture frame, and it's been four. It'll be four years this November, and that thing still goes off like just <laughs> randomly. <laughs> So I'm like, I don't think the batteries last that long in those little yeah. candy things. But it's it's like it's almost terrifying because it's a witch, so it screams. Jeez. <laughs> but it's like I mean we put it right behind her picture too when we moved here. We deliberately put it there because it freaks other people out if it goes off, especially. <laughs> but it'll yeah, just go no off shit. like you know, randomly during the day and we're always like, Hey mom, whenever it goes off kind of thing. <laughs> but it's funny because we talk about like we always 
my husband and I always picked on my mom and like you know just always like you know made fun of her or whatever and joked around and now we'd say like how she kind of got like the last laugh because she's haunting us with this horrible witch thing that screams all the time <laughs> that's pretty awesome <laughs> and I don't think after four years that the batteries last that long no probably not <laughs> those little toy things and yeah like I haven't I, I haven't really had much happen to me but like I said I think that's mainly because I'm just like no <laughs> I don't want it I believe too much in that stuff and I think I'd just be too freaked out yeah and it's it is it's kind of a double-edged sword because you you get intrigued by it but then you don't want it to go too far like I've always wanted to start a like a paranormal society and like go to haunted locations and and try to do stuff like that but like I don't know I think I would just get too into it and bring something home be like hey this is uh demon fred and uh, he's he's gonna live uh in the kids room he's gonna sit in the corner and scream all day long (laughs) and throw things (laughs) that's right (laughs) oh man i that's i don't think i've had any like poltergeist activity i've just i've seen sort of phantoms or whatever but i I couldn't imagine sitting around just have shit fly around your house yeah i always say like you know, when we see like shows or it's like the people are haunted or whatever. And I'd just be like, nope, I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> Bye. Be running out the door. <laughs> yeah. I had a, I had a buddy when that, when I was in public school, uh, we'd go to play at his house and like he had the, this cop car that you, it was like a dinky car sort of thing or um, I can't remember what they're called, but you just kind of push it down and it was a police car and it would make oh, okay. like a police siren. And uh, we would just be in the other room and it would go off. Oh, wow. And then every once in a while you would hear like a like like something got thrown in his room. And it'd be like, what the heck? I thought it was just me and you here. And he's like, well, it sort of is. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't know. My toys go off all the time. And sometimes I find them in different places. Oh, wow. And I'm like, holy shit. You're like that doesn't bother you. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what. I, yeah, like he. It just. It was like he, that's what happened. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just don't I never know fact. what my stuff is. Yeah, like I never know where my shit is. <laughs> it's just gone. Move around. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that stuff. That stuff's so cool, but it's so weird, freaky. Yeah. Well, I think I like I'm. I'm the same way. Like I think it's it's cool and interesting. I've always liked it, but again, it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> we um. You've seen Stranger Things, right? Yep. So there's like the one part where like things like coming out of the wall in it. Yeah. And I was just like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> I saw them, like that's added to my list of like unsettling things is like some creature like pushing its way out of the wall. As, yeah, you know, no doubt. <laughs> done. Well, selling this house. Yep. See ya. I'm done. Because <laughs> I was just like, no, I don't like that. I don't like how that looks. It's uh. <laughs> It's it's funny because like, are you a fan of like the Paranormal Activity movies? Yeah. So like, I don't know why it doesn't bother me when stuff happens to adults, but like the one where it's the girls, I think it's like number three, and like it like picks her up by her hair. Oh yeah. That I was Jesus. like, nope, done. Yeah. <laughs> Scary ghost bastard. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a little bit unsettling. <laughs> well, then like because. I don't know. Kids are really perceptive to that stuff too. Mm-hmm. And uh, so like the house that we lived in when uh, my daughter was young was my grandma and grandpa's and he passed away. He had passed away in the house. 
And uh, when we lived there, she would wake up in the middle of the night all the time. And I would, I would go and like comfort her and she would just point to the corner of the room. Jesus. And like fucking all the hair on the back of my <laughs> neck would stand up. And like she would just kind of like point around like something was walking behind me. Oh, wow. And, uh, and I knew it was my grandfather because I had had other little things happen in the house. So I was just – we called him Pip. I was like, Pip, stop waking her up. Like, <laughs> just, I know it's you. I know you're just checking on her, but you're freaking her out and I need some sleep. Just yeah. stop waking her up. <laughs> and then after that, yeah, she never woke up anymore. Oh, wow. She never – yeah. It was it's pretty weird. But like just to see your little baby just be like – yeah. Point to the corner. You're like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, no kidding. And be like, "Yeah, no, no, we're moving. Yeah, we don't live let's here." Let's pack. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same thing. Like, like, well, my husband always works out of town, so I always make sure I have like now the dog with me. But before, I used to like round up our two cats and <laughs> make them force them in the room with me because I'm like, if there's anything weird, like they'll be the first yeah. ones to notice. Where are my cat protectors? <laughs> yeah. Need some kind of warning system where, like, yeah. they'll at least notice something. And even if they're just, like, you know, haul ass out of the room, then I know something's up. Yeah. Now I've got yeah. the dog, at least, so it's a bit, <laughs> a bit more protection. Yeah, exactly. Cats don't do much. They're just sort of, like, a, a an alarm system, essentially. Yeah, or they're like, I see a ghost. Yeah. Who wants to love kitty? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You're supposed to protect me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll throw the cat at it. Yeah, just uh, Velcro Kitty. <laughs> take the cat. Yeah. Cats are almost evil anyways. Just take it exactly. with you. Exactly. <laughs> the winged spawn of Satan. <laughs> well, thanks for being on and telling your ghost stories. No, thanks for letting me on. Definitely I, uh, gave me a creepy feeling for sure. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. <laughs> the plan isn't it <laughs> yeah no i was really excited when you said you were gonna do this paranormal show because I, I love talking stuff like that yeah i've kind of uh it's been kind of nice getting like tales from from other people and hearing their ghost stories it's funny too because there's another one i think it's one that's going to be on next week and um the local guy and he actually talks about a hotel as well so i'm like i'm pretty sure hotels are haunted. actually and no cats this week too is about a hotel too <laughs> <laughs> So every ghost story has been about hotels. <laughs> yeah, shit happens in hotels, man. Mm-hmm. Just saying. It's pretty funny. I can see it, though. I mean, you know, with all the different, like, amounts of people coming through and shit. It's a lot of, like, energies in one building. Yeah, and that's what and that's what I mean. That's what they say. It's all based on the re- residual energy. And that's why, like, places like, like convention centers, hotels, stuff like that, where it's just, like, constant energy in and out, in and out. Like, mm-hmm. it just kind of sets shit up. Yeah, there's just a, and you never know like what those people are doing in their rooms. So, yeah, kill a hooker. She yeah. stays. <laughs> well, there's that. There's one video online of like the hotel room or something where they hear noise, and it's like the guy going up to the door, and there's like no one in the room, but they like hear a bunch of shit going on. Oh, like the security guy. Yeah. Yeah, I just watched that the other day. Uh, I was. It was like the ten scariest videos online or something. I watched. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, that's pretty fucking wild. Yeah, where then they like, open the door and there's like no one in there. I don't know if I'd be ballsy enough to be that security guard to go in by myself. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. I'd be, again, I'd be like, no, 
I'm not well, going you, in there. Well, dispatch is like, wait for the cops. And he's like, nah, fuck this shit. I'm going in. <laughs> then he comes out and he's like, the screaming's coming from ghosts. Yeah. Well, it's funny too, because like, like even at night here, you know, if my husband's home or whatever, I hear a noise, like I, I won't get up or to look like, <laughs> you can always tell when I'm scared because I'll, I'll cover my ear. That's what I do with the blanket. I'm like, I just pull it up. I'm just like, nope, I can't hear anything. It'll go away. Yeah, Someone you can't get me if it. I cover my ear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like that's how we can tell if like there's a noise or something that scared me during the night, or like I'll be sitting there with my ear covered. I'm just like, nope. I don't even like you know move enough to tell him to go look or whatever. I'm just like, no, it'll it'll go away. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Shh, let's ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Whatever's happening will go away. <laughs> yeah. Dog's not concerned, so yeah. and I won't be concerned. Yeah, exactly. It's not in the house, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's time to serve up your slice of the strange. And this time I've got three sort of creepy, spooky facts or little stories about Canada. The first one is Canadian lake monsters. <laughs> You've heard the tales of curious travelers flocking to Scotland in hopes of catching a glimpse of the famous Loch Ness monster. But did you know that Nessie isn't the only sea monster worthy of attention? Turns out Scotland's elusive serpent has plenty of Canadian competition. Native Canadian legends and current day believers speak of lake monsters playing hide and seek in British Columbia in their lake Okanagan and that creature is known as Ogopogo and is very similar to Nessie in that respect sort of you know the creepy um, dinosaur style with the long neck and the big humpback and the fins and everything Uh, in Manitoba in Lake Manitoba's Manipogo sorry in Lake Manitoba there's Manipogo in their lake which again is similar to Lake Okanagan's Ogopogo as you can tell by the name and in Quebec there's a Lake Champlain with a monster called Champy and a Lake Memphramagog, I probably should have practiced that, called Memphir. Um, again, these creatures are similar to Nessie in the respect that they come off as looking a bit, you know, dinosaur or sea serpent lake with the long neck and everything. Um, also in Canada, you can stay a night in a haunted jail cell. <laughs> Do night terrors or sweet dreams take your pick at the High Ottawa Jail Hostel. This imposing building in the heart of Canada's capital served as the Carleton County Jail from 1862 to 1972. Hidden behind its dank walls, <laughs> dank, <laughs> lie many secrets and apparently several ghosts. Many prisoners spent their last days here locked behind bars and a select few even gasped their final breaths from breaths, not breasts, <laughs> gasped their final breaths from the hangman's news. Today, the former jail's gallows still shock and terrify visitors, but don't let a little spookiness get in the way of a good night's sleep. Travelers can catch 40 winks in a private or shared jail cell and enjoy meals, pub, and Wi-Fi that is unique that this unique hostel offers. So if you're looking for a unique, creepy place to stay in Ottawa, why not stay in a jail that offers Wi-Fi, right? <laughs> and the last one is about the Phantoms of Old Montreal. So for those of you who don't know, Montreal is in Quebec, Canada. <laughs> Old Montreal is believed around the world or is beloved around the world for its beautiful architecture and quaint cobbled streets. It is also notorious for its plethora of supernatural residents. Tortured souls who met their untimely demise through misadventure, criminal events, or public executions are said to wander the streets and sites of Old Montreal, including St. Gabriel's, the city's oldest inn home to the ghost of a little girl who perished in a fire, 
and place Jacques Caudier where the decapitated ghost of murdered prostitute Mary Gallagher searches for her lost head. And again, in Montreal, especially old Montreal, it's very old architecture and one of, you know, the older places in Canada. So it kind of makes sense that there probably would be some ghosts and spirits haunting it. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed your slice of the strange. I want to give a shout out to Recap, the band that provided the music that I use for my show. And say that you can check them out at Recap Band on Twitter, as well as you can find me on Twitter at ThePiePod. And find me online at ThePiePodcast.com and on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search for The Podcast. And also, I'm a proud member of the Pottern Family Network. <laughs>